Hello friends, this is Dr. Bruce Becker from Time of Grace Ministry. I'm here today with Pastor Mike Novotny, our lead speaker, and we're going to be talking about the series that is currently airing on television and will continue to air all the way through the end of September. So Pastor Mike, during these August broadcasts, you've been speaking on a series entitled Keep the Faith. But before we talk about the content, I'd like to talk about what it was like recording this series in an empty church during the COVID-19 <laughs> uh, uh, event. So uh, tell us about your experience. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what words would I pick for that? I think I'd pick terrible, um, <laughs> humbling, and pretty grateful. Um, so I'm not sure if this is just my personality, but being in an empty space and getting no feedback from people, but as much as I adore our producer from Time of Grace and uh, the wonderful camera people who helped us out just to have, you know, dead silence to uh, preaching the gospel, to preaching the law, to making a joke. Um, I think I'm the kind of guy that craves that kind of feedback from people. So And, and, and chairs don't do it for you? They, right. they really did not. Yeah, the echo of my own voice off the walls was not too inspiring. So yeah, I, I had honestly friends who were praying for me that, you know, you'd say amen and you just be used to this just sense in the room and this feeling from people. And there was just nothing. And so I would go home on those Fridays after recording, not depressed, but not happy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so difficult. So, yeah, I think people who are wired a certain way and who do a certain thing for a living, um, I think all of us have been affected by COVID, but it hit me pretty hard. Um, but at the same time, I was pretty grateful. I've learned that over the years you know, working with you and the Time of Grace team, that even though it feels like no one's in the room, there are people in the room, just not in the same room. You know, that lens mm -hmm. connects us yeah. to real people with real stories, real struggles, joys, situations. So, I mean, that, that was really the mental battle, maybe like right now recording a podcast. Like mm -hmm. we feel like it's just us, but it's not. And there are, there are people listening, you know, who are going through stuff and just need the gospel and need the encouragement of the word. So... I was really grateful for that, that we were isolated because of TV, technology, podcasts, we really weren't. Yeah, great. You know, early on in the COVID-19 pandemic, you decided to preach this series, which is uh, entitled Keep the Faith. So can you explain a little bit what was in your mind and your heart as to why you wanted to uh, do this series on, on Keep the Faith? Hmm. And maybe tell us a little bit about the uh, individual messages. Sure. Uh, yeah, so we it was kind of an audible that we called. Originally, we were scheduled to preach, I think it was a series on the parables of Jesus called Jesus Raw and Real. But <laughs> when everyone and their sister and their second cousin's dog's babysitter was talking about COVID and fear and anxiety, it, it just feel, felt like such a disconnect. So we kind of you know called an audible. We inserted this series and the meaning of it was kind of technical. So it wasn't just keep faith or have faith. We called it keep the faith because we wanted people to remember the historic, traditional prophets and apostles kind of faith. So faith in God, in who he is, in what he reveals about himself. You know, we're looking at the numbers of infections and respirators and this county and that county. What does the governor say? What does that governor say? What's it? You know, it was just 
explosively stressful and anxiety inducing and divisive. So we really wanted to get back to something that was big and beautiful and that would never change, which is God. You know, so keep the faith was really seven things about God that we need to rely on and look to. And it can actually give us peace during moments like this. So see if I can remember all seven of them. God controls, God cares, God can, God knows, God's near, God's enough, and God endures. Is my math good? Was that seven? I think, I yeah, think that, so. I think, <laughs> I think so. I think that was seven. So, you know, if you, if you put COVID in, in that kind of light, without faith in a God like that, who knows what's going to happen? Who, who's controlling the situation? Who's running the show? What happens if we can't do sports or school or whatever? And when we put all seven of those together, like, oh, okay, God knows this. He's not shocked. He's not surprised. Whatever happens with my girls in their school situation this year, God's going to be near and he's going to be enough for us. So maybe their sports skills and their brains don't develop as much as I want. But that, you know, that's not the best thing about our life. It's God and he's not going anywhere. So that's what I meant by keep the faith. Thanks. You know, most of these have already aired on TV. Uh, They're also all going to be available on our YouTube uh, channel Hmm. or at our website on demand. So our listeners can watch and listen to this series once all of them have uh, have aired on television uh, by going simply to timeofgrace.org. And they can watch them, they can listen to them. Uh, and I think that people will really uh, find this valuable, mm-hmm. especially since we're still in this COVID-19 pandemic season. Yeah. I, as much as I wish these messages weren't evergreen, <laughs> you know, I wish people would see them this Sunday and be like, oh, that was old news. That was months ago. It, it just feels like we still need the same thing as we're uh, slogging it through the pandemic. For me, the Keep the Faith series reminded me of your recent book that was published back in mm-hmm. uh, January. It was entitled, Three Words That Will Change Your Life. Uh, first of all, tell us about what those three words are, but also, mm-hmm. uh, again, about the book, why you wrote it. And what I'd really like to know is the relationship between the Three Words book mm-hmm. and this series Keep the faith. Oh, yeah. Good, good question. So the three words are God, and I try to say that intentionally, God, <laughs> all, all capital letters, not, not God or uh, official God, but just glorious, beautiful, satisfying, thrilling, interesting, intelligent God. Second word is, not was or will be or might be or maybe is. And the third word is here, not over there, but right here. So God is here. And the reason I wrote the book is because those three words actually did change my life. Um, and I don't mean change my life like I was using heroin on the street corner <laughs> and then someone gave me these three words and oh, look at now I'm a, I'm a pastor. Yeah, I was a pastor and I was a Christian and I was really blessed. But the, you know, I think about you in Bible threads, the thread of God's presence from start to finish in scripture is like, I would suggest it's what the whole Christian faith is about. That being forgiven at the cross of Jesus is not the, it's not the end, it's the means. And that Jesus, all the great things he did for us, gets us into the presence of God. And not like right now, if I can open my eyes to it and see it, I'm stressed out, I lost my job, you know, whatever happened in life, I got, I got dumped, my boss is a jerk, my sister's driving me crazy, <laughs> I'm, not get, I'm getting a B minus in chemistry. But if I know that God, this, this glorious God is still here, wow, that's just this rock solid source of hope and joy. 
I think it's what David found in the Old Testament, what Paul found in the New Testament, and he called it the secret of being content no matter what the circumstances. So when I started looking for that, and you know, I think my brain works a little bit like yours, so I love to, to find a little phrase or thread the Bible and pull on it, search for it, and then the Holy Spirit opens your eyes that it's everywhere, right. you know, and you say, how did I not see this before? That really changed my life to see just the presence of God is the point. It was the point for Adam and Eve in the garden. It's the point of getting to heaven. When Jesus comes back, seeing his face will be the point. So those are the three words that changed my life. Thank you. You know, come this Sunday, uh, as we get to September, our viewers and listeners uh, can actually order a copy of your book for themselves, or if they already have it, uh, they can order another copy and give it away to, uh, to a friend. Uh, they just simply need to go to timeofgrace.org and click on the three words link. But that's not the only book that we're offering in September through the ministry. There's another book that you wrote filled with photos and, and thoughts about the photos. It's called this, capital T, capital H, capital I, capital S, big exclamation point. <laughs> it's, a, it's really a companion piece to the three words book. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, your, it was your idea. And what did you do to help put this book together? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it honestly wasn't a hustle, but Time of Grace bought me a really sweet iPhone with a nice camera. And they said, show us what this is. And if people aren't familiar, this is kind of my one word way of saying this good thing that I'm experiencing right now in life is a glimpse of God, caps lock God. So good food, good friendship, good laughter, interesting moments, a beautiful, you know, anything that makes you feel good because it's a little glimpse of his glory. God never intended that for just this, well, here, have five seconds of happiness. He wanted that moment to be a chance to think about how much greater his love and his friendship and his beauty and his intelligence are. So the book was basically me going around with a phone and just snapping pictures of the crazy stuff that happens in life. So you go on a vacation and you see the beach or something beautiful, snap the picture. My girls are being fun or interesting or ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just, you laugh. So it, it's really about opening people's eyes that you don't have to wait until you get to heaven to see God's glory. Um, I think Isaiah 6, verse 3 or 4, where the angels say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of? His glory. His glory, yeah. yeah. So the whole earth, not just all of heaven, but in theology, we call this the natural knowledge of God. That you can know God, not just from the Bible, that's the revealed knowledge, but in a natural way through nature. And so I'm just trying to explore all these different ways. Um, how can I see God and know him better in the day-to-day -day of life? So, yeah, just this. I'm trying to think of an example from the past 24 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, so we found on Amazon a six-foot-tall stuffed Jesus. What? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter had this little Jesus stuffed animal. Uh, my youngest daughter, she loves to have a Jesus story every night. So when I sit by the side of her bed, I don't just have to kiss her and say, I love you. She said, Jesus story. And I have to come up with some story where a little 12 inch Jesus comes walking in. So I was going to take a, oh, I was going to steal, I was going to steal her little Jesus for a sermon, but she wasn't going to have it because she was staying over at grandma's. And so she was getting really sad about it, starting to cry. So I jump on Amazon to find a replacement little Jesus. And what do I find? A six-foot version. So 
how tall are you? Six four. Uh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah so uh, this Jesus is almost as tall as you, Doctor Becker. <laughs> And he's so absurd and ridiculous. So every time I walk past my daughter, here's this giant, this giant Jesus staring back at me. And I think about that. If, if a bunch of fabric and stuffing can bring a smile to my face just randomly, think about the actual Jesus. Um, so where is this Jesus uh, living? In, um, in what room in the house? My, he stays in Maya's room, okay. and uh, he, he's about to make some uh, some guest appearances in various places. So ah, interesting. Yeah. I'll look I'll look forward to uh, seeing him sometime. Those will be those moments. Yeah. So for me, it's really what matters in the end is thinking a lot about God, and this moments, funny moments, beautiful moments, touching moments are chances to do just that. And this book is kind of a primer and how people can do it for themselves. Yeah, the, the, the pictures are great, and, and then the scenes uh, that you put in there, kind of the little explanation or things to ponder and think about, really good. One of, the, one of the sections that got added kind of late was the pictures from Israel. Oh. So tell us a little bit about those pictures and what you experienced uh, in Israel yeah. that really reflects the this. Yeah, man. So if people haven't been, this is the wrong time to pitch international travel <laughs> at our friends. But yeah, I mean, just going to new places is just eye-opening to me. And I, I got to, I, didn't, I was going to say I snuck into Israel, but it was totally legal. Right, so right. right before uh, COVID hit. So I, I was there when everything was going down. And just some of those moments and the, the beauty of the Holy Land, um, I think I was with our Time of Grace producer Nia and her husband, and we were like looking for a place just to shoot a video, and we stumbled into the, like this little side parking lot in a village, and there's a little like path connected, and little did we know we were in an Israeli national park. So we start hiking up this trail, and it comes up on this point, seven or eight hundred feet like above where we were, overlooking the whole Sea of Galilee, and you know there's like wild animals running. A fox trots across the trail. The sun's going down on these beautiful valleys, the Sea of Galilee, all these villages where Jesus did his miracles. And I'm just like standing up with the wind in my face. Like, if I feel this good thinking about the places where Jesus used to be. Yeah, right. Imagine one day when I stand in the place where it's not the past, but I see his face in the present. So, I mean, it was a glorious moment that anyone would have loved. But it's like turning it up two notches to say, just think about God. So oh, Israel was awesome. Yeah. Pastor Mike, one of the things I really appreciate with the Time of Grace team is when you share stories mm. of people who have been impacted uh, by your teaching, uh, by the television ministry, by all the things that, uh, that we do. Got any stories from the last couple of weeks that you can share with us? Oh, I do. Yeah, it was a couple of days ago that I tried to compile like the past few months and there was a list of eight to ten just amazing to see what god does i i do want to say you said impacted through my teaching but what i love about time of grace is that i'm not sure if any of these people that are impacted would have been impacted if it wasn't for our team so if it wasn't there people filming and editing and producing and getting connected to the tv station so a shout out to a lot of people don't know they see my face but there's what 15 of us mm-hmm. on the time that's, of grace team so right. most people have no clue my words would never get in a book, edited, printed, pictures, if it wasn't for a lot, a lot of people. So shout out to all of them. Um, yeah, so the story that I think of most 
it's a little bit of a sad story, but even much, much more of a beautiful gospel story, is a, a woman on Instagram who just was giving us a thanks for being real and talking about some pretty difficult topics in our ministry. Um, one of the things I love about Time of Grace is that our team has not like put the brakes on talking about everything. So addiction, abuse, abortion, race, pornography, gender, sexuality, suicide, depression, like God's people are going through it, so we just talk about it. And this woman reached out and she said, I'm going to try to remember her quote, that for 26 years she sat in her church feeling intense shame because she had had an abortion. And she wanted to thank us because it's, what was her quote? It's so rare to hear that God loves us in the middle of the mess. And I think what, what really struck me is that I know the denomination she was attending and it's a denomination that is all about the gospel. I mean, I, I would be shocked if there was a Sunday that went by where the gospel that Jesus does love us even though we're messy. Like, I guarantee it was preached. And yet for 26 years, she didn't hear it. And the more I thought about her message, the more it made me think that the, the devil is so good at his job that unless we, like, name the specific sin and then tell a specific sinner, but Jesus still died for that, like, we somehow talk to ourselves or the devil talks to us and says it doesn't apply to us. Um, so it's just a great reminder for me that we have to talk about this stuff as churches, as Christian families. We we, we got to get over the awkwardness and the squeamishness of talking about these scary things. Because if we can name the sin and we can name the struggle and then we can bring the message of salvation, it is such a relief to people. And this woman, you could just tell. I mean, 20, can you imagine 26 years of being a Christian, going to church Sunday after Sunday and still feeling like you weren't forgiven? That's an amazing story. It really is. Yeah. So, I mean, grace is powerful and uh, we just have a great opportunity to share it. So, Say, Mike, you mentioned Bible threads. I can just tell you that that's a new podcast that I'm uh, starting, uh, starting in September. And uh, what Bible threads is, is a look at scripture, diving a little deeper into it, but to see these threads that go from beginning to end of the Bible. And uh, the first... Um, series that I'm going to be speaking on uh, is called the Grand Ands of the Bible. Hmm. Uh, the word and, A-N-D. Uh, there are many examples of uh, pairs of words connected by the word and that have great significance and importance for our lives as, as Christians. Uh, the first one that we're going to be taking a look at is grace and peace. It occurs numerous times in the New Testament, but there's a thread that goes all the way back to the Old Testament. Hmm. So thanks for mentioning that. Bruce, that simply sounds amazing. I love podcasts. I love learning new things. Um, you're making me think of, I once studied for my father-in-law's funeral sermon, the phrase, but God, and all the passages that started that way. You know, we're scared of this, but God. So I can't wait to hear and grace and peace. So I'm going to tune in and I'm going to invite... All of my friends. So you, right, can expect, well, you can expect four to five listeners All for right. your new podcast. Well, that's more than right now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Pastor Mike, for your insight into the Keep the Faith message series uh, for that's airing in uh, August and September and for the two uh, books that you wrote. 
You can get all the information about the books and about the message series in the episode notes. We'll talk to you again next month. Thanks, Bruce. Looking forward to it. Hey, one more quick thing. If you know anything about the internet and algorithms, (laughs) you know that loving a podcast doesn't help people to find it. So if you could take just a second, uh, rate and review this podcast. If you've never done it, it's way easier than you think. That would really help us to reach more people with the message that matters most, the message about God and his son and his love. Thanks for helping us out.